in the market for affordable home improvement products? Eubin Building Supplies carries those high-quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. Eubin Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke showroom at 635 Main Street or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. Wolverine Nation, how you been? My name's Tad Brace, alongside my co-host Travis Kiewit, here for another episode of DNH Loose Change. Travis, what's going on, buddy? Another day in paradise. Just getting ready for Waldemar on days. It is a big, big time and dike this weekend. Yeah. You guys celebrating at all? Doing any fun? I'll probably just hang out in town. I don't know what we'll quite do, but... Um... It's starting to come back a little bit. Uh, me being from the community back in the day, like way back in the day, oh my gosh, as a little kid, you lived for this day. Main Street used to be packed with games, and I mean, it was it was a complete event. It was a lot of fun, and um, unfortunately, it you know for whatever reason, it's it's kind of gone the way it has. But I, I you know I do see it's kind of coming back a little bit. There's uh, Dollars for Scholars is having some Olympics things out at the uh, Kruger Hemen Sports Complex. Actually, quite a bit is going on out there. So yeah, I think that if you the, get a chance, go the, out there and and check it out. The complex is going to be really nice for uh, Watermelon Days. There are a lot yeah. of things that 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 will be able to host out there. And yeah, yep, no, but yeah, it's good. So how about you? Um, I think, you know, we'll just take the kids out, see if we can catch some parade candy and that's good that the parade's back and after last year, you yes. know, didn't have watermelon days and then, you know, a decision early on was made not to have it again and now, you know, it kind of switched, which I'm glad it did cuz yeah, bring it back and yep. It's it's fun for the kids, so Nope, that's about it for us in that area. Just getting back in uh, the swing of things for school as well. So, yep, school will be starting up here in a couple of weeks. And uh, one thing I'd like to talk about here in the intro is uh, being the Booster Club president is now the the time to join the Booster Club uh, it's once the school year starts. And one thing that we've done is I have a a, a three step platform, I guess. And what I'm asking for the community, uh, first one is to become a member. Just just become a member. It's pretty easy. $25 uh, will get you to be a member. Uh, there's different levels. You can um, become a member. You can do it online or we'll have, there's uh, forums here at school. We'll be at Meet the Players on August 20th uh, with the forums as well. Um, become a member. 
The second thing is uh, buy the apparel, the clothing. Got we're we're trying to keep it stocked, and and we'll have an online store coming up here pretty soon, and we've got stuff coming, uh, which will be cool. And we're going to try to sell at football games this year. Last year we weren't able to, but um, buy the apparel. And then the last thing is uh, keep bringing your cans uh, to the can trailer, to the little chicken coop up there. That thing does awesome. Um, every time, and we do it, I'd say we take it down once every two weeks, maybe once every three weeks, and it is almost $400 every time. So All those things add up. Absolutely. And you know we've kind of gotten away from trying to ask for help and volunteers and everybody's busy. We, we get it. And, um, but this is also an easy way to support our, our, um, student athletes, uh, students and athletes here at DNH and both at the junior high and the high school. Somebody talked to me the other day about it and, and, you know, asked how much involvement was or how much the boost club does to the junior high. And it, it's like, yeah, we, we do. I mean, we just, we just had our meeting, um, actually this week and we do an annual giving every year to the junior high activities and, and Barry Cavalier is kind of in charge of that, but we give $2,000 right off the bat. And he also asks for things throughout the year, but that gets there and that gets that going. So if you have a student in junior high, the booster club isn't just a high school thing. It's a, it's an all everything. Everybody benefits when the booster club does well. Yeah. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Yep. Uh, we have some. We have a great lineup of guests today. We're going to have uh, Julie Murfeld joining us today. Yep, business manager here at DNH and Applington Parkersburg. Pulling two roles there. Yep. Uh, we'll also have Annie Lucas. Uh, Annie is the superintendent secretary. Is she's kind of a catch-all, but but is in the superintendent's office. R- relatively new to the district as well. And Tiffany Ash from People Savings Bank is going to stop yeah. by. Yep, that'll be good. And People Savings Bank is a big sponsor. Uh, not only of all of a lot of DNH, uh, the the school, but uh, our podcast as well, Loose Change Podcast. They were one of the first ones to to jump on board and and be a sponsor for the this school year. Absolutely, and we are still looking for what two more two more sponsors would be a great are, yep would be a great help, and we'd really really appreciate that. If you're interested, you can always contact myself, uh, Tad Brace at dnhcsd.org or Travis Kiewit. Uh, and he can get yep. hook you up as well. So yep. um, if you're interested, let us know, and we'll go from there. That'll in the be me- good. In the meantime, sit back, grab a bag of popcorn, and listen to your favorite co-hosts of DNH Loose Change. Julie, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us. It's bright and early Thursday morning. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know Julie very well, I'm going to go ahead and have her give some background information about herself, where she grew up, school, family, current role, those types of things. Okay. I'm the business manager here at Dyke New Hartford. Um, I grew up on a farm about an hour north of here. I'm the oldest of four girls. Um, so wh- where is there? I grew up. Um, just west of, or just north of Green. Oh, Rudd okay. Rockford, Marble Rock is my home district, so I okay. graduated oh, from... Oh, wow, the Warriors. 
Rockford Warriors. There you go. So I know, uh, I don't know very many people from Rockford, but I know the Clemsroods. Yep. Well, Matt Clemsrud that taught yep. here. Yep, He's much younger than me, but we went to the same high school. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I have three grown kids. My oldest daughter, Diane, and her family live in Augusta, Georgia. And Tony and his family live in Cedar Falls. And Emily and her family live in Adel. And I have eight grandkids. Oh, wow. That from, sure that keeps you busy uh, yeah. in the summer. Well, in knowing Julie, she's already busy enough. <laughs> I'm sure eight adds to the <laughs> adds to the lore now. How, how often are you able to see your family in Georgia? I go, well, before COVID more often, yeah. but probably two or three times a year. Uh, I go down there and then they come up here. I'm maybe. sure that's a pretty good uh, time once you all yeah. get together and kids get to see grandma. and Yeah, it's fun. Well, good. and also... Augusta is the Masters. Mm-hmm. Are you a golfer? No. No. Have you ever been to the mat? Do they? Do, does anybody? They've been to um, some practice rounds. Um, my son Tony actually won the lottery to get tickets for the 2020 Masters, uh, which got canceled. Oh right. man, talk and about then bad luck! This year he could have gone to the 2021 Masters, but they were expecting a baby, so he wasn't able oh. to travel. So now he has tickets to the 2022 Masters. Oh, well, So eventually, all, I guess, right? Yeah, if it all works out, we may all fly down there and spend some time during uh, Masters. That would that. be a really cool time. That would be really cool. A lot yeah. of stories to tell. Yeah. All right, so you've gone through where you've grown up, uh, school and family. What What is your current role here at Dake New Hartford? I'm the business manager. Okay, and what does that entail? Um, it's financial. Um, I work on budget, accounting, um, I'm the school board secretary, attend all the school board meetings. Um, I used to do payroll, but Annie, since we hired Annie a year ago, she's taken on a lot of that role for me. Employee benefits. Yeah, you're my go-to, and I, I have no idea what I'm doing, uh, well, so I just... <laughs> you don't... I'm not even going to go down that road uh, with how much I bug her with. Julie can attest to the amount of stupid emails that I wow. get, like... There are no stupid questions. Oh, when it there comes are stupid to that questions stuff. when it comes to that. I, yes. for, at least from my end, I hundred percent agree with Tad. There are <laughs> when they say there's no stupid. Que- there's also stupid questions and stupid people. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm I am both categories. Yeah. So basically, if it has to do with a number, you're pretty much. And how long have you been in that position? I've been here 26 years in the same role. 26 years in the same role. Wow. And then you are also shared with Applington Parkersburg, correct? Correct. So. I just finished my ninth year sharing with them. And even so for people that are out there, if, if I got Monday, Wednesday, Friday here at DNH, Tuesday, Thursday at AP, correct? Yep, that's my normal schedule. I'm 50-50 with both schools. Right. But just because I can do 95% of my job wherever I'm physically located, right. I just drive over there two times a week just for Right. Just to share your presence with everybody. <laughs> right. Just and, to let everybody know I'm yeah, in the house. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right. I, I run the payroll here. So. Right. 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 <laughs> you better be nice to me. <laughs> Very good. So you said what? 20, did you say 26 years? I just finished my 26 wow. years. Okay. So obviously things have changed drastically um, in that amount of time. What are some of the biggest changes that you've experienced uh, as you're in your role as a business manager throughout the, those 26 years? Sharing is the biggest change that, you know, increased my workload a lot. Oh, right. sure. I started sharing. Um, the role has changed. It, ju- it just has. There's a lot more reporting that we have to do now than when I started and just a lot more responsibilities. Yeah. Um, with the sharing, 
I don't want to. I, I want to compare, but I don't want to compare. Is it hard to keep them separated? Do both districts kind of do the same thing? Because I mean, it is kind of state reporting, so you know that's pretty standard. But is there? I mean, is it hard? Is it not hard? I'm assuming it's probably not hard, but. It's gotten easier the first couple of years. I mean, I obviously knew how to do the job because I had been doing it for so long, but I had to learn how to do the job there. Right. There's just, we're two very similar size schools, similar size staff, but the responsibilities of the job are just different. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Um, I just had to make the job my own because when I took over in 2012, someone else had been doing it for 30 years. And, oh, wow. And I had, you know, I just had to make the some of the processes similar to how I do them here so that sure. it was more. Sure. Um, huh, interesting. How uh, Technology obviously has helped or hurt, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Was it, so 26 years ago, I mean. There's, there's a form. Um, that we do for the budget. It's called the Aid and Levy Worksheet. And it's a big, fancy Excel document that the Department of Management has developed. When I started, we did it on paper and typed it on a typewriter. Oh. So that's how far technology oh, is okay. going. All right. Yeah. It, it's very, very easy, mu- very much easier now than it was. Get the whiteout ready for right. me anyway. Right. Yeah, because I remember going through school and um, actually upstairs uh, to get to Chad Bixby's room. The, the where the copier is, that was where the copier was. Uh, that was where this. I don't even. It had a. It was carbon copied, and it was the one that really smelled. You, you turned. Yeah, you you turned this drum, and it would kick it out in like purple, and we would just hang out by that door because it. I thought the smell was good, <laughs> and we just kind of hang out. And you, anytime a teacher went in there, and you heard that, you're like, yeah, it's time to hang out. <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, you've seen a lot over those 26 years. What is the thing that you like most about your job currently? I love my job because it's different every day. There, I mean, there are some things I do every day, some things I do weekly, monthly, annually, sometimes every 10 or 15 years, like the building project, for example. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just, it, it's never boring. There's always something new to learn. And Now, I, is it sometimes... Too much? Would you rather be by yourself? Because honestly, every time you go in there, there's something going on. I mean, I'm not sure how you get your job done helping everybody else, to be honest with but you. But that's part of my job. I remember I, that. I know, but I yeah. I think there's other, <laughs> like Tad said, there's, there, there's other things that, I don't know. You know, those when she talks about things that change, you know, weekly, monthly, those monthly things are the emails that I'm sending her asking right. those dumb questions. That, <laughs> what's double covered? <laughs> you know, right. All that fun stuff. Um, and so what are some of the things that you would like to disappear from your job then? What, if you could make one aspect of your job go away, disappear, rid, rid your hands of it, what would it be? The school audit. The school audit. If you don't know, every year... By law, every school has to have an audit where a CPA firm comes in and goes through our books with a fine-tooth comb. And that's the week of August 30th this year. And last year and this year, it's been done virtually. They they used to physically be here, but now they're sitting in their office in Newton. And I have to provide all the information. They've given me five or six pages of information that they need ahead of time. So scanning and organizing and setting up folders and getting all that ready to go. And then the week of the audit... I have to be basically at their beck and call. If they need something, I drop everything right. and get to them right then. And we'll have phone calls and Zoom meetings and, um, you know, just different 
opportunities for them to ask questions. So it's mostly just a lot, of, a lot of work. Is it a strenuous like that week when you have to be in front of your computer? Is that a strenuous like it's, a nerve wracking yeah. day? Yeah, it's stressful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, not that you know we're not trying to hide anything, right. but you know, just when somebody, it's like taking a test. Somebody right. is trying right. to yeah. look over the last year of work that you've right. done and make sure you haven't made any mistakes or. I feel it's similar to the uh, bus inspection. Yeah. Where you you think you have everything figured out, you want it to all look really nice, and then all of a sudden, somebody else comes in who has no idea what you've done or how you've done it, and that would be. Um, do you prepare for that the entire year? I mean, because you know it's once a year, or do you have a folder set aside that says, "Hey, this is what they're going to want," and just dump it all in there, and then get it all. Well, that would be nice, but they have to pick random transactions. Otherwise, oh, okay. you would oh, be able to prepare. Sure. So what they do is we upload them a listing of every single check that we wrote for the entire year. And then they randomly select a certain number of transactions that they want to look at. So they send okay. me back a list of probably 80 different transactions, and then I upload them. And then they pick three months just random months of the credit card bills, for example. Sure. So our credit card bills each month are like a, uh, an inch thick with all the receipts and documentation. Sure. So they picked, let's say, March. So I have to upload every single receipt for the March credit card oh bill. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, the fiscal year ends June 30th. So between June 30th and audit time is when you have to prepare That's the documents that they want to see. Right. So at, as receipts come in and, and things like that, do you scan them as you go and just kind of put them in a, okay, here's, this is a March folder or? I don't. I, I just haven't had time to do that. Oh, I'm I mean, sure. I think that would be a good goal for the district to, <laughs> right. to do well, that. Well, yeah, I, I think you need an assistant. <laughs> that would be helpful. Well, and and remind. Put in a good word. Th this isn't just for one school. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I, I may be kind of stupid, but I schedule the audit for both schools the same week. I just want to get it over with. <laughs> you know, I, just rip that Band-Aid yeah, off. I was going to say, I don't think that's stupid at all. If you're already stressed out, let's just get it right. done. Yeah, and you might as well go extremely stressed and then take a two-week two vacation to the Bahamas. And go home and eat a quart of ice cream that night <laughs> when it's all I done. don't even have to be stressed to do that, though. So <laughs> right, that, right. That's just icing on the cake. Right. Okay. Uh, very interesting. Um, that is, that's... Again, so I did not know anything about that. So obviously the finances change and everything uh, yearly quite a bit. But then you also, you've been through a lot of changes in the last few years too. Uh, you know, we've got a new superintendent. We're going through another building change. Um, how was it when you switched or when you've switched from superintendents to superintendents to superintendents? Um, I've worked with eight superintendents in my career. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. so I, Is that including at AP too? Yes. Okay. Yep. Four of them were oh. brand new superintendents, so I had never done the job before. So <laughs> here, it, here, give give me your hand. <laughs> I'll just I'll show you where to go. But they all have different personalities, different right. strengths, different communication styles, different work habits. So you just have to learn about them and how they operate, and just adjust accordingly. Are you able to? Being shared, are you able to separate the, the two? I mean, if there's, let, let's say there's two totally different superintendent philosophies, I mean, do you ever, does one ever flow into the other or the other one? Or do you just, you have your own philosophy of how you've done it, obviously, for 26 years. You kind of know what's going on. 
do you interject your own kind of, hey, this is not necessarily the way that DNH or AP does it, but this is the way that has been done in the past, maybe? Sometimes. Or, I mean, if they ask for my opinion on something, right. I'll definitely try to help that way. But right. I'm, my personality, I'm not that, you know, I don't want to go in and change the world. Let right, them, right, right, yeah. right, right. If they ask you, then you're yeah. going to open up. But I'm kind of the same way. I'm not going to say anything until somebody to ask me and then... Now, as the business manager, when you go through those things with the new superintendent, are you able to kind of define your own role then? Or do you have, does the superintendent kind of tell you uh, what you need to do on a daily basis? I guess what I'm trying to say is, are you kind of a self-managing position or? Yeah, I think so, because I know what has to be done in my job. Right. You know, the certain reports I have to do and what the deadlines are for all those reports and um, so those are the kind of things that I do because I know I have to do them. Right. Okay. That's what I wondered if, you know, I, I'm sure there are right. things like that, but you know, those side projects come up. I know you are a school, you take notes for the school board and all, all those things. It's just a lot on your plate. Right. The, the certified budget would be an example. The It's the budget that we do in the spring that sets our tax rates for the, for the upcoming year. So some superintendents are very hands-on and want to do that themselves, and others say, no, I trust you. You just do it, and I'll you know, ask me sure. questions okay. as you go along. So that would be an example of yeah. different leadership styles, and do they want to be hands-on active with it, or do they want to be more passive and just right. understand the process but not really do the, you know, the nitty-gritty part of and it? And I'm guessing you're okay either way? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't. I've worked with both kinds. Yeah, but I... I don't, I would, I would think that you'd want to do it. Like, like this is the way that I would like to do it. And if you tell me this other way, I'll do it, but I'm probably won't be, I mean, just, that's a pretty good human nature kind of, I'm kind of a control freak. Well, I I would, well, that's what I'm saying is if you're, if you're on the hook for all this other stuff, I would be the one that would be saying, yeah, it's going to be my way because (laughs) I have to do it. I'm sorry, but you may be who you are, but I'm going to. It has to be done this way because I'm the one that has to end up doing everything. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure that you have times where you're like, okay, I can I work really well with this person, so we're going to sit down together and do this and and work through it. I am the exact same way in my classroom. Right. I could sit down with Burnett Dove and we could knock something out, and we just have that same same click. Like last year, we could just go through and do things. Other times, you're like, I don't understand where you are trying to get with this, and then all of a sudden, it makes perfect sense as a lesson's going <laughs> along. I. Everyone just does things in their own yep. niche, and, and that's that's what's great about these different positions here at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that, how many questions do you get asked weekly? How much time do you spend responding to emails a day, things like that? I get a lot of email. <laughs> I always have both emails open. Sure. So on my computer, I've got both emails, both websites, both time clock systems. So, um, I, I And that's good to know. I've always been nervous. Like if it's a Tuesday, Thursday, I usually don't, I usually don't bother you because I don't want to, I, I don't. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, that's bad for you. Yeah. Good for me. <laughs> like I said Here earlier, I've been holding off Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. <laughs> I can do 95% of my sure. job regardless of where I'm side. sitting. So I always have both emails open. If it's something that's urgent. Do you I, think it's a, a hundred, fifty? I mean. It just if, depends on the time of year too. You know, summer it slows down a little bit with staff because right. most of the staff is off, and then you know, when, next week it'll start to pick up again. Right. Um, yeah, I probably get a hundred emails Ugh. per day per per district. And I'd say only Ugh. about twenty of those are mine. <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I try to do it in person because I, I, I know how many you probably get. I like that too. Like, oh, I'm sure. It's, it's probably and my, nice my answer. Yeah. Yeah. My answer can be done in like less than five seconds. <laughs> yeah. I'm so. sure there are times when you like to have uh, questions come through your email, but I'm, there's right. got to be times where you're like, all right, I just need a few minutes away right. from my desk or a nice little interruption to kind of break the day up a little bit. Okay. So outside of school, what keeps you most busy? I like to spend time with the family, the grandkids, as much as I can. Um, I'm, I walk a lot, spend a lot of time walking. I was going to say, I think I run into you all the time <laughs> out walking around the complex, yep. those areas. Yep. Um, I like to garden. I like to read. I like to cook. So when you're not on the job, I mean, do you like decompress? I can shut I mean, it off. I really can. Yeah. I, 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 I would I think it'd I be hard to do, to do, but. And I get it done and then I cannot think about it anymore. Right. But there are times when I wake up in the night and have to put a note on my phone or email myself something that I'm thinking about. But right. after I do that, I can shut it down. I'm lucky that way. A lot of people that can't is nice. shut it off. Right. Well, I just found out about that this last month. <laughs> I can't shut you it down can't a whole shut lot. It off. No, no, I've struggled this past week mightily, but that's good though because that is, that is one of the positions that could be an ongoing thing like all the time. So that's good. Absolutely. Um, so hanging out with your grandkids, though, that's got to be a great way to decompress as well. I mean, just getting away from the computer, being with your family, those are some of the things that I'm sure you enjoy and cherish. Uh, do you see yourself hanging out around here a long time and bringing the... Uh, well, I guess your kids aren't coming through the district, right? Right. Okay. I live in the district. All right. All right. So that, that uh, that's always there as well. I Diane's know. family was here for a couple of years when Cal is 15 now. He was in kindergarten when he was here. So oh, really? That was fun when he would walk yeah. by and wave at me when he was going to lunch. But That's cool. It'd be fun if they were here, but it's nice to have them as close as they are. The separation, too, is kind of nice, yeah. I'm sure, at times. Yeah. So. And it makes it more special when we are all together. Um, they right. Everybody was here in June for a week, and you know, there's oh, cool. 15 of us in the house and slumber parties and so yeah, baseball. At Very cool baseball season. I would see you walking, and you and you had your grandkids with you a couple times mm -hmm. walking with you. I'm sure they probably keep things pretty interesting at the same time. Yeah, it's fun. All right, well, Travis, you know what time it is? I think it's that time. That's the random question of the day. You ready? Sure. Okay, Julie. Do you believe in ghosts? And would you ever go ghost hunting if you did? I would absolutely never go ghost hunting. <laughs> I hate scary movies. They, <laughs> I'm they with awake you. at night. Uh, funny story, we had a I'm on the parish council at our at our church and we had a meeting out there last week. And one of the projects we've been working on over the last few years is to our, our cemeteries, our church cemeteries need some work. We don't know exactly where the plots are, who has purchased plots, you know, just the the measurements and you know just researching some of those old grave sites and they were telling that they had a man come in from I think he was from Liscombe they said but his specialty is finding bodies and he had these rods and I and I picture the, the rods the divining rods that you find water right he had these rods that he would be walking along and then all of a sudden they would turn a different direction he's up there's a child buried there or there's an adult buried there, and he would be able to tell that that it, that it was a human and not an animal. So one of the cemeteries is off on a gravel road south of town, and apparently there's a bunch of bodies buried what? along Hold. the tree line. 
So we don't know if they're Indians or slaves. I mean, they could go back. Oh my gosh! And, and is, he, is he accurate? Like that's his job. He travels all over the country helping um, cemetery associations clean up their records. I I was so freaked out by that. I could not. Oh sleep. my oh, goodness! I n- that is awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to interview. <laughs> I had never heard that, that be. before, but they were talking about it, and I thought they were joking at first. But no, that it's legit. That guy, that's what he does for a living. Travels all over the country. Oh my gosh! I, so I would definitely not go ghost hunting. So do you believe in ghosts? I think I might. Wow, I wonder what like I wonder what the process is that allows him to be able to determine that. Right, and did he go to school for it? I don't know. It'd be interesting uh, to talk to him, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wonder, Absolutely. I wonder what the schooling would look like. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I lived in an older house in Dyke for seven years, and Emily was living at home at that time, too. And once in a while, we would come home at night after a volleyball game or whatever, and there would be a light on upstairs. And we did not remember turning that light on. So we we joked oh. that Phyllis was here. We, we called Phyllis our ghost. So, yeah. Oh, I so you've ghosts. lived with one. Yeah, I lived with Phyllis for a while. <laughs> Where was that house at? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's in town, it's right? In town. It's in let's, town. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Phyllis moved out. Uh, I don't think it's your house. Uh, just making sure. <laughs> I hope it's not my house, but. <laughs> All right. Well, we just want to thank you, Julie, for stopping in today and giving us a little bit of insight into into your role here at Dyke New Hartford and uh, giving everybody else some insight as well. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You got it. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or reinconst at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, we are back here. We've got Annie Lucas in the studio joining us today. Annie, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Awesome. So, uh, just for those, Annie, you're relatively new here in the district. Why don't we go ahead and give some background information to our listeners? Uh, where'd you grow up, school, family, current role, those fun things. Okay. Well, I grew up in Dyke on a small farm. No, not small farm. Farm south of Dyke. And I graduated from Dyke, New Hartford. A long time ago. What's a long time ago? Long enough. Okay, so I graduated in 1990. Mm-hmm. You didn't graduate that long ago, right? As long ago as that? No. Somewhere probably in the 2000s? 
Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the 2000s. <laughs> All right. So, uh, obviously, you went to Dyke New Hartford, you graduated here, even though you won't tell us when. Uh, what's your family situation like right now? How many kids you have? Oh, All okay. That sure. Stuff. We've got three children. Um, I'm going to have a freshman. I'll have an eighth grader and a first grader. And we just purchased a home a couple years ago here. We moved back from... Grinnell, Iowa, where we had lived for over 10 years, and we are working on that house still to this day, and it's going to kill me, maybe. <laughs> house renovation, <laughs> it's a never-ending uh, job. Yes. Yeah. Never-ending. Yep. So what was Grinnell? What did you do in Grinnell? Okay, yeah. Um, actually, in Grinnell, I was a domestic engineer. I stayed home with my children. Oh, I li- I was <laughs> just looking at Travis like I'm gonna try and think about this. For I was I was I had the wheels going to I'm like hmm, okay yes. engineer. Let's see that's I like that. Well, Mark Parker said he was a custodial engineer. Yeah, uh, yeah. last year when he was helping doing the COVID cleaning. So yes. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. Thanks. And what's your current role here? I am the superintendent secretary. Okay, and little birdie tells us you are in charge of payroll. Yes. So now we know who to complain to. That's right. Uh, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is this your first job after being a domestic engineer? No, I worked at South Tama okay. previously, and I was their um, payroll and kind of HR. I like it. And so, what did what what were some general duties with that? I mean, obviously the payroll, we know that, but like HR, what did what are things that you handled? Onboarding of all new staff, orientations. Okay. Um, Just know. kind of a catch-all. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you can think of. You're the helpful person when people first walk in the door. That's right. You you probably right. got a lot of emails, phone calls. Like they went to you first and then you fanned them out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Super yes. delegator. I, sure I like it. Yeah. And now you uh, hear the role is... Payroll, but what else do you, uh, what are you as well? Well, I am an assistant to Julie. I help Julie with anything she would need and Justin, anything that he would need. And I'm kind of a, I don't know, a liaison between families and Justin, I would say. I mean, I kind of connect them where they need to go, find out who they need to talk to, help them with what they need. So you were busy the last couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> we had registration here uh, first week of August and stuff. So We sure did. <laughs> Pretty busy. <laughs> Sounds like we're up quite a few kids. Well, you know, until we get closer to certified enrollment, I probably won't know that. Oh. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Because okay. that's when the state gives us all the numbers that we're going to need, and we can see how many we're up. Or how many were down? All right. I would I would make um, a fair guess that we would be up some. Very good. That's good. Okay. Very very good. Great. Okay. So, um, what is you know you say you're the liaison and uh, would that would this time of the year be the hardest part of your job then or what's the hardest part or toughest part of your job? That's registration. Honestly. 
um, there's just a lot going on in the business office normally, but then you put on the processing of 900 plus students and questions from all the families. It's, it gets really busy and it's a lot to do, but you know, we have the secretaries from the other buildings and Julie and they're an awesome help and, uh, we make it happen and we have fun doing it. I like it. Yeah. Guys get along pretty well. Yes. They're great. Yeah, they make it the job pretty easy. We, right. you know, having Sherry Sharp in here, uh, that was a fun interview. Yep, we've had Sherry, we've had Alicia. Yep. Yes, they're uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yourself now, Julie. Mm-hmm. Sarah's, Sarah, she's up next. So we'll have to twist. Will we have to twist her arm as much? Well, so she every, told me she wanted to do it. Yes, she's every time I've had, I've asked her a few times, but she's she has a legitimate reason and not just I don't want to do it. Yeah. So. Okay, but we'll we'll have her on at some point. So, and I don't know her that well yet. Just yeah, she's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good enough. Good stuff. Yeah, she's good. All right, I like that too. Okay, so you you've been here one year, correct? Yes. You came the COVID year. Yes. Beginning of the second year. Correct. 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 Okay. Um. I, I will give a shout out that Annie is very good at her job for only being here a year plus. I, I there like are plenty it too. of questions. It like uh, with the interview with Julie, I email Annie quite a bit as well and ask really not so smart questions, and they always come back positive. I had so. to laugh the first time because you also send out the job postings that are available here at the school. I do. The very first time I got an email that was not from like a principal about a job posting or anything, I was like, who is this? <laughs> who is this Lucas person? Uh, but no, and then ever since then, it just it's very smooth. It goes out very well. Oh, great. I'm yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah. I, kudos to you. Thank you. You're now, welcome. we use Infinite Campus here. Mm-hmm. Did you use that at Saltama as well? Because um, you seem pretty... I've never used any of these platforms. Wow. Um, I believe that they used JMC. Okay, yep. That would be the other one. A lot one. of schools yep. use JMC. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, because you're pretty... You're a fast learner. Let's just put it that way. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how many times... I've always been on the teacher side of Infinite Campus, but oh. this time having... A daughter through it last year. I was oh, emailing her like, "Hey, my password. I don't know what my parent password <laughs> is, and I'm I don't know how to get back to my teacher side now that I'm in my parent side." <laughs> right, right. No worries. <laughs> I always swore too that I would never be that that person that would ask oh. like, "How do you, you gotta lo- do it? You gotta do, do you it. Log on to this thing. You gotta do it. You gotta do it." <laughs> Very good. Okay, so um, we asked Julie this as well. What do you like most about your job? And then what's once what's one thing that you wish you could just totally throw out of your job? And you can't say registration time. Okay, perfect. I what I really like about my job is there's a couple things. Well, there's a lot of things, but um, I've got a lot of family members that go to this school. I love to see my nieces and nephews. I love it when they pop in to say hi, or even the kids that aren't you know related to me. I just really like to right. see their faces. That's a huge. Plus for being in a school system, I yeah. think. I think that's that's the one thing that money doesn't, you know, doesn't bring you the happiness of that part of it. 
Right. And you know what? They come in, they're sweaty, they're sticky, and they're like, hey, how are you? They're always happy to see you. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting in my air-conditioned office. Right. You know. Hang but, on, I'm going to get the Febreze. I'm doing really well. Right. <laughs> That's right. Six feet is the key. Yeah. I also really like payroll. Um, it challenges me. There's always something new to learn and some, you know, certain circumstances that pop up. Um, that's fun. Laws are always changing. And so I like that. Yeah. I've always noticed that my uh, my biweekly paycheck's about a couple thousand dollars short. So we'll have to talk about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, there might be a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Hey, no. merit, merit pay. Right. Oh, so you like payroll. I do. That's good. That is. Yeah, I'm glad you do. Yep. What What else? <laughs> What else do I like? Yeah. I, there's a lot. I mean, I like just about everything. I like the people that we work with. Um, everyone seems to be nice, very accommodating. Um, you know. Do you have better coffee in your area than we do? No. Are you a coffee no. drinker? Yes. Multiple cups, but I bring my own from home because I think I'm kind of a snob that way. Okay. Well, I'm you just snob. you take the... You know, there's no randomness. You know exactly what you're getting. Yes. Yep. I just can't steal anybody else's K-cup and toss it in. Right. (laughs) I usually sneak Travis's and... Yeah, do it up. I'm just kidding. Hey, but we do have an awesome coffee shop now, right? So I think I might check that out this year. Yeah. Here in the high school. Yes. uh, I I can't think of the name. Um, It's... Perk? Uh... Uh, it's Central, a catchy name. Central Perk. No, Ooh, that's what I want no, to say. don't. No. Um, uh, maybe it'll come to us, but it is a catchy name. Students? And high school, yeah, students run it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. Do they I, get paid to do this? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a kind of a learning opportunity for them, and they're serving us that really like coffee. And I've <laughs> ordered some of their stuff for them, and they're it's gonna good be flavors. Yeah. You know, they're. That's awesome. Very good learning yeah. experience for everyone. Yeah. Stop by here before you go. I don't know what their hours are. They had them posted at one time, but... Uh, it might change. Do you have yep. to pay then? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. I, I wondered... They don't get paid, but you have to pay. All right, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Need to unionize. They may if it, if it goes off. Takes off for them. Yeah. All right. So we talked about the good things. What's yes. one thing you'd like to disappear I would like the summer check-in orders from school specialty to disappear. The ones that come on pallets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So explain to those. Yeah, yeah I, I'm who not. don't know what that is. I, okay. I know what it is, but. I my, don't know my, what it uh, is. Okay. My yeah. friend here. I don't know what that. Well. The school books or something? Or? Um, no. So any supplies that the teacher needs throughout the year, like markers, crayons, folders, stickers, you name it. They're right. ordering it from school specialty. So each teacher gets an order put together. The secretary submit it. And then when Julie releases them, um, I don't know when, what the date is, but they're delivered here. Oh, and so, on pallets. On Literally pallets. on pallets. Okay. Yep. So I've got to go through them and go through each box and check in, hey, these pencils are ripe. These 13 pencils have arrived and these three <laughs> sheets of paper and seven boxes of Kleenex. 
Oh my gosh. But hey, Alicia does it up for New Hartford. So shout out to her because it's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, so you've got your normal duties, but then you got to go check in those boxes and some of them are heavy. Oh my gosh. Good thing I've got the guns. I liked how Alicia did it last year too. Uh, During the summer, she just, she had a table and she put labels up for the teachers and that was nice. I thought she did it again. This year, you can't really do that in New Hart. Well, here either. Yeah. They might get crushed by some construction stuff or disappear. I mean, it's a lot of things going on. That's definitely a challenge this year, trying to work around the construction and the multiple boxes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Very sure. Everyone's kind of adjusting their normal role. Oh, yeah. No, it's been different this summer. Yeah. But everyone's doing what they can to work together and, and make the best of a tough situation. And we just know the outlook is going to be... Very positive once these construction right. projects are all wrapped up. So, um, how was the first year? You came in at a really crazy time. How was it? Honestly, yeah. We or you can lie. I mean, we won't know either way. Oh, but now you just said it. So, yeah, we want you to be honest. Yes. Okay. So honestly, honestly, um, I started kind of in June so I could get some training with Terry before she left. And I started full time in July and coming off of South Tama, we weren't in the office. We were working remotely from home and July I'm back in the office and August we start registration. Everything was fine up until registration. And honestly, during registration, I really, really had to question my choice. Right. Well, and that was also, (laughs) that was the first year we had, done it online so none of oh, us okay none of it or was it two years ago it might have been two years ago that was the first year but we were still newbies and infinite campus changes and everything else and so yeah when you come <laughs> and not having been part of the system the infinite campus system for whatever training you got from terry i mean that thing isn't just a, a turnkey kind of system i was scared <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about Terry, I guarantee you could call her up and say, hey, I, yeah. what do I do here? And she would have been. Yes, and I still do. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. And she was wonderful. Registration last year was rough, though, huh? It was. It was. Yeah. Did they change it up a little bit this yes, year? Yes, we mm-hmm. upgraded. Yes. And that has really streamlined it for us in the office and for parents. I've got a lot of f- positive feedback. Good. And. Honestly, we are already through registration, although it'll continue. Um, it's It's been seamless, it seems like. I mean, of course, we've got things that we need to tweak a little bit, and but that'll come. All right. But it's so much better. That's good. Yeah, that is good to know. Yeah. I know as, you know, people think of Infinite Campus as a place where you can go and check, you know, your kids' grades or your lunch balance. Teachers know that there are a lot of different areas that you need to be proficient in, but then the administrative side needs to be proficient in every aspect of. And there are so many things that you don't. Oh think my gosh! Of. Just rosters, address, you know, everything that you can think of. It's a tough job. Yes. I, Infinite Campus is not not for the weak minded. That's for sure. No, it's yeah, it's very powerful. Yes, and to try to get that information sometimes is. Is hard if you don't know where you're going, but once you get it, though, then it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. There are a lot of really helpful tools with it. It just takes a while to understand them, yep. if I'm not mistaken. 
All right. So, and this is this is a good Travis question to hear because I'm sure he does the same thing. But how many times a day do you answer the phone? Too many. What, what's a <laughs> a ballpark number? I'm just kidding. Um, you are probably right. Probably is too many, but no. Um, you know what? Registration isn't a good time because you have an influx of calls. I would say during registration, fifty or more. But on a just a regular school day, school day in October, ten. Oh, that's not. I thought it'd be more. I did too. I thought it would be much more. Well, then we've got the building secretaries back, and so they're right. That's so a big help. So when the phone. <laughs> This is so when the phone rings uh-huh. in the superintendent's office, do you and Julie both get, or does it go to you first or Julie first, or is it a, a battle to see who gets it? Or are there times where you sit there and you look at her and she looks at you like, I ain't answering this? Um, no, we don't do that, but sometimes I was trying to create something there. <laughs> I noticed Just you've kidding. never answered the phone when I've called the office. Did I, did oh. I do something? or? Well, we do have caller ID now. <laughs> oh, but who, so if it goes in there, who <laughs> yeah. does it go to both of you? It goes to me first. Okay. And then if I can't get it. It kicks over to... Yes. Okay. Yep. I didn't know if it was a both. Or... Do you ever just send them straight to Justin? Like 50% of the time. Yeah. You, well, like now you have caller ID. It's easy to forward that baby on. 60% <laughs> of the time. It works every time. Little anchorman quote for you. Sorry about that. <sighs> All right. So, weird stories, weird questions you've been asked. Do you have any? Do you have a weird one? That well, any Friday morning call from Sarah Bixby is interesting. But other than that, I don't really have a whole lot of odd or weird, off the wall calls. Do you uh, want to expand oh. on that? Or, I mean, I uh, we can all assume. <laughs> Probably not. But I will say I had a weird experience. Yeah. And, okay. Let's so, hear it. <laughs> so last summer when I began, the toilet in our office would flush kind of normally. And then shortly, you know, about a month into my job, it, it got real short. And then... We called the custodians in to kind of take a look at it, and they corrected the issue, but it would flush a little longer. Well, just a couple months ago, the toilet was flushed, and that sucker ran for 10 minutes, flushing <laughs> continuously, and I had to call all the custodians in to address the toilet situation. Wow. Embarrassing. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Dang. <sighs> hey. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? Right. Well, yeah, so it just wouldn't stop. Alex Bacorny and I, uh, we have our classroom right down by the restrooms yeah. and the junior high. And we were told by uh, Kevin back when Kevin worked here oh, at the yeah. school mm-hmm. that when the city would flush the, the lines, that little grains of sand, like little tiny grains of sand in the pipe, would actually. I don't know, block the sensors or uh, fill a line, and it would stop it from... It, it actually... So this just happened last week. Okay. They shut off the water. They kicked it back on. I went to the bathroom, and it, 
it didn't turn off. And it's something with the diaphragm. Ron was saying something that the grains get in there, and, and so it doesn't seal it. That's it doesn't right. doesn't do something, yeah. and so it just runs. And I called him up. I'm like, hey, what do I do? He's like, well, wiggle the handle, push it in, you know, and he and he told me what it was doing, and he told me to keep checking on it, and it never did stop. And so then he came <laughs> in and. So this is a common but yeah, it really it's, uh, yeah, it's legitimate. I, there's yeah. something. It, oh. Okay. Yeah. It happens and yeah. I'm sure a lot more places than just in Dyke and New Hartford. It's uh right. every city that goes through that, their maintenance routine. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to get going here uh, to what's outside of school, what keeps you the most busy? Uh, kids and sports, our house that I touched on earlier, and my bees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the time I wish we had the video. Yeah. We should even maybe take a picture of one of the we guests sure here can. on the Loose Change podcast. And Yeah. yeah. Someone, All right. Someone's got some battle scars. Yep. So, anyone, you go ahead and explain this this situation. Oh, okay. So, um, I was checking on my hive last night. I was supposed to do a, well, you're supposed to do a weekly check on your hive. And you just started this. I got them in the spring. Okay. My, so you're fairly new to the whole bee situation. I am. Okay. And so I'm coming into all these. I'm opening up my my hive, and it's I've got the super, and, and then the bottom bo- or the top box, which means you're going to have your brood on the bottom with the queen, and you're going to have your honey up top. So what we're checking for is we're checking for mites on the bees. We're checking to make sure they have plenty of room. We're checking to see you know, if the eggs are placed in, in the cells and if there's, if there's multiple eggs, then you've got a worker bee basically kind of laying when it shouldn't, your queen should be. Um, so you're just kind of checking, you're supposed to do this once a week. But I noticed when I got in there and I started kind of late, the sun was starting to go down that I had a whole bunch of, um, queen cells and they were capped, which means they're getting ready to swarm. So that can mean multiple things. It means can mean your your queen isn't healthy. It can mean your um, you don't have enough room. So if you don't catch those in time, part of your hive will leave. They'll stop feeding the main queen. They'll fly off and they'll go to a tree. They'll I don't want that to happen. So I was trying to take the queen cells out and make a split of the hive, and so you put them in another box and. Long story short, I was messing with them too late, and I had my suit on, and they were biting me through my suit. So I've got some some bites on my arms and legs and fingers. But public service announcement, personal protective equipment is only good if you use it the right way. I didn't have my veil zipped. So they got up in my veil underneath, and I had multiple bites to the face, hence this eye is swollen, almost shut. And, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, I didn't, when when she came in, did you? I wasn't paying attention. I, I wasn't paying attention. And then <laughs> Annie brought it up. I'm like, holy, yeah. Eye is kind of swollen. You got some stingers right down your nose. You yeah. got them I on your maybe arms. maybe you were nervous getting some hives, nervous being no. on the pod. I mean, you are, you are bit up. Yes. And then, and then you said that they stung you and... Somebody was helping you? Yes, Leif, my son. He was pulling the stingers out of my face. I know it sounds like something you should only see on like a movie, but they, they do. They stick out. 
Uh, so, like, last night, how much pain were you in? Actually, it wasn't. You know, this one up by my eye really hurt. It was like a burning. Um, but it's not too bad. I mean. Yeah. A little calamine lotion and some Benadryl. Oh, I just took a shower and. Yeah. Called her uh, good, huh? Hey, my throat didn't close shut, so I think we're good. No, well, I don't. Yeah, you're necessary. not allergic. No. Nope. I Something like that, I would have to take Benadryl just because I would start. I wouldn't stop itching. Like it would. Right now, it really is itchy. Yeah. But. Okay. So what? What is? Did were you able to? Were you successful? I was successful. I need to go back today, after I get done with work. The sun will be out, and just kind of finish up some things. There was just so many of them. They were bearding the box. Do you yeah. know what that means? I'm I'm assuming it's it looks like a beard, and there's so many of them. It looks like a beard on it a does. person. Yeah. Like so how many bees do you have? Well, I started. I bought a nuke. So a nuke comes with a bunch of bees. I about a five frame nuke and the queen. <laughs> so, so I just <laughs> I know. This is basic. I have never ever I Okay, so okay you, a five frame nuke. Okay, but it's you can buy like a box of bees and literally they take a box, yeah. throw a bunch of bees in, and you can buy a queen separately and you bring them back to your your beehive and kind of tip them over, hit the box, dump them in, and you're good to go. You right. Know, there's more to it. Right, but, relatively speaking. But I bought a nuke. The benefit of a nuke is it comes with the brood already there. So there's the, uh, the queen's already been laying. Oh. So you get those already established frames. So it's already it. kind of been jump started. Yes. So, you know, five frames and now I'm up to 20 frames. Yes. Wow. And I, the big and the top where the, the honey is, it, I had to lift it off last night and it's so heavy. So they're saying you can, you know, get like 85 pounds in that top box. Yes. On a good season. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! So honey harvest is soon. I'm right. going to have to bring you guys some honey. I, I, I do not sample. like honey. But I would sample. I, I do not like honey. Okay. I like um, honey mustard, but I don't. Well, and you are a condiment never, person. I, I've never been into honey. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I, part of it is the straight honey. I have a problem of stuff coming straight from animals and insects and stuff, and I know that that comes straight. I mean, you're basically scraping it off, putting it in a jar, and going to town, right? I mean, because I've seen people bite, like, part of the Yeah, the you can do that, yeah. You, basically. Are you going to sell it? Um, like, jar it and, and yeah. go to, like, farmer's markets and stuff? Long-term goal, yes. Yeah, like that'd be multiple cool. Multiple hives, and yes. And you know what? It's called OB Hive Honey. <laughs> you already have a name. Yes. Yes, I do. I o- like a little OB Austin Hive. Powers reference That's there. That's right. I like it. OB Hive. <laughs> I like it. Austin Powers well, can't go wrong. <laughs> honey can't go wrong. Right. And so if you do get rocking, you can always help sponsor the podcast. That's yeah. right. Yep. OB Hive Honey. O-B- well, you know how much fun that would be to say on that? We might you just say, say it, it anyway. OB Hive. That's pretty good. You OB Hive Honey. Yes, oh, beehive, honey. Yeah, that's 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 good. who came up with that. Nice yes, job. Thanks. Nice job. Do you have a logo and stuff yet? Yes. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. Abby, Abby cuts forth is working on this. She's great at drawing. But my grandma, bless her soul, she's passed away. But she used to have the honest to god big beehive. So we're gonna oh, get kind of like a sure. a her kind of on. And then bees swarming around it. 
kind of I a like cartoony, cartoony look. That I is like awesome. It. Very cool. That is awesome. I know. Unique. Yeah. I have like to get it. you in touch with Barry Cavalier. He does that too. Sweet. What does he do? He has beehives. No, does he really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? He, yep. Barry has beehives, and he and Ben together. Did you know that? I didn't, but hey. Well, there's a resource. Yes. I don't necessarily. I think they probably get honey from theirs, but I don't necessarily know if they do it for that reason. I think they just enjoy. That might be a podcast in itself. Yeah. Get all those honey uh, connoisseurs and sample and the honeys and like, okay, this is OB Hive honey and this is <laughs> Barry Cavalier honey. And <laughs> I know uh, Clawson, they have honey too. Um, she works for the AA. She's a speech pathologist. Yeah. And in, in New Hartford. Wow. They have their own. Okay. Jake's Honey is what it's called. Do you uh, give tours? Well. I mean, how many suits do you have? I only have the one suit. I'm so new oh, at it. yeah. But I'm not going out there without a suit. Oh, yeah. Well, for sounds sure. like the suits might not matter. Anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a, a user error, it sounds like. <laughs> All right. We have got to get to this last random question of the day. Are you ready for it? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Who do you want to be as your celebrity opponent in an all-star wrestling match? If you had to wrestle a celebrity, yep. who so would you, it be? You get somebody in there, somebody you don't care for or whatever, and you just want to inflict some pain. You're not going to kill them or anything, but inflict some pain. Who's, who out there is not high on your list of great celebrities? Do you have one? As I have one. Ooh, I want to hear yours first. Okay. Uh, mine would be Bono from U2. I knew it was going to be you two related. I oh. from the beginning. I as, as soon as I saw this question, I want that guy. I I do not like you two at, at all. No. And I think he's overrated. I think oh you two is over. I think it's all overrated. I'd like to get him in there and give him a piece of my mind, and maybe influence him to stop making music. Oh. Wow. Yeah. There's some, some passion behind that. Yeah, mine would be Bono. So. <laughs> Well, I'm an XM subscriber. Okay. Sirius XM, and they came up with a YouTube channel. I just about canceled. And so they promote it on other channels. Like I listened to the 80s on 8. Oh, yeah, go over to listen to Bono on channel 32, and it's YouTube. He likes YouTube. I'm picking up on no, that. No, <laughs> So, But anyway, that, that would be mine. Um, mine, I don't really know if I have one. To be honest with you, someone that really d- I dislike that much, where I want to get in a wrestling <laughs> ring with them, I don't know. What for say? I I don't. I'm a. F- you don't have an actor or an actress that you just like. They're in the movie, and you're like, nah, I'm not watching it. I don't care for that actor. I really, I don't. It depends on the roles they're in and things like that. I don't have one off the top of my. Mind that I I think I need to. Well, like Polly Shore, do you like him? Do you like him? Who's that? What? Polly Shore is that Jersey Shore? Is no, that... it was like oh. Biosphere. My Steven Tyler PJs. Come on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'm the only one, Annie, or uh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking celebrity. Abby there for a second, hey, but go buy all of them. I I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> My celebrity. Um, I think it'd be Miley Cyrus. She needs to put that tongue in her mouth. Yeah. It just, it drives me nuts. Why does she always have to have that thing out? 
know. She, maybe she wants yeah. to join Kiss. Hey now. Maybe. Mm. Miley Cyrus. So yeah. I mean, I what like about her. Hannah Montana? Why well, I like Hannah. Montana. You like Hannah Montana? <laughs> you don't like I'm, just not the Miley Cyrus. Right. Right. No, actually, I like Miley's songs. I just I can't get over the whole yeah tongue thing, but I don't like tongues. So yeah, turn off. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> I still don't. What about like uh, somebody that does a talk show? Like Oprah? Is there Oprah or, or Oprah. Some, somebody on you the... You get a car. Some, you get a car. Somebody on the view or um, Dr. Phil or... I Really, guys? I don't... Mark Woodley? <gasps> oh, that's a whole story. And it's, no, I'm just kidding. I... I I'll, at the end, at the end, I, I can't think of something. Wait, right the, now. Well, this is the end. At the end of the whole episode, bruh. <laughs> All right. I, I don't. All right. I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's fine. I, you can't think of one. Per, I have multiple people, but that's the one I'm going with. That's awesome. Maybe Matthew McConaughey. What? Thank you. Okay. Because he's got that, you know, he. He thinks he's all that in a he bag of chips. He does think he's all that. He has this ultra Texas accent, right? And then, Which you know, is probably he drives fake. Link, he drives Lincolns, okay? right? And I'm not a I'm not a Ford person. Right. All right. And every I, movie is about him, right? Like he has never been a has he ever been a secondary guy? Yeah. And if he has, he makes it into the primary guy. So I'm with you, Ted. I I yeah. Matthew McConaughey yep. would probably be one of those guys that, and I think you could take him too in the ring. Well, if you I, physically got I, on I've him, got one the, on one. I've got the weight on him. I don't. Well, there's yeah, there's benefits to that. Yeah, I I'm good. That's that's my that's my person. I'm gonna attempt to take down. All right, so Bono, Matthew McConaughey, and Miley Cyrus. You better watch out. That's right. Let's do a tag team match. I got a wicked. Got to make it. Got to make it happen. And a scary eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just show in. Yeah, I took on bees. What did you do? <laughs> All right. Well, Annie, thank you for joining us today, and uh, I hope this wasn't too painful for you. It wasn't. Not as great. painful as the bees, right? You got it. <laughs> oh, beehive. <laughs> Home is the starting place of love, hope, and dreams. Hi, this is Tiffany Ash with People Savings Bank. Whether you are purchasing a new home, looking to refinance your current mortgage loan, or looking for a flexible home equity line of credit option, now is the perfect time to give PSB a call. Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People's Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. Locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roll blue. All right, we are back in the studio with Tiffany Ash from People Savings Bank. Tiffany, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing well. It's Friday. Yes. It is Friday. Friday. Oh, I didn't think about that. I did, but I... Are you superstitious? Nah, we're good. Tad, well, are you super? Only, we've talked about this a little only bit. Only like in baseball. Yeah, I'm only a certain things, and I'm I'm not superstitious to the point like the no hitter thing. Like if if you're throwing the no hitter, Tiff, and 
I tell Tad, oh, she's throwing a no-hitter. And then somebody gets, as long as they don't hear it, they don't know we talked so about it. So you just it. make up your own rules about superstition as yes. you go? Well, Perfect. but it doesn't affect them at all. Because now, they don't now, know. Now, if I go up to you and I say, oh, man, you're throwing a no-hitter, then there's probably an issue on that. Okay. Yeah. But well, like I'm like, a, don't step on the white lines. I, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, there are certain things that I don't like to do. Like, I don't even know why, but it's just that way. Right. Um, quick sidebar here. Uh, Turk Wendell used to pitch. Uh, his, I don't know if he made it with the Cubs or minor leagues or whatnot. He was the most superstitious guy. If you get a chance, Google him. He uh, had to eat black licorice before every oh, start, but then God. he would brush his teeth. He would never catch a ball from an umpire. He would let it hit him and oh. hit the ground uh, before every inning he was out to pitch, he had to wave to the center fielder, and the center fielder had to wave back before he started. I mean, he had just all these different, it was awesome, but wow, Turk Wendell is his name. He's a superstitious guy. I might have to look that up just because I'm a baseball nerd anyway. Yeah, so. yeah good old Friday the 13th. All right, well, we'll get back to the interview part yep. of things here, yep. Tiffany. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I know you're busy, so uh, Tiffany Ash. People Savings Bank, can you go ahead and give us a little background information of yourself? Sure. Um, I grew up in Waterloo, attended Emmanuel Lutheran, and graduated from East High School in Waterloo. Um, I have been married for 20 years to my husband, Mike, and I have two daughters, Mariah, who will be a freshman, and Aubrey, who will be uh, sixth grade this fall, which is, what, next Monday already. It's almost that time. Just about go time. Yeah. I've been with People Savings Bank for just over 13 years, um, and I've been in banking for over 20 now. So quite a bit of experience. Love what I do. Every day is a new adventure and just love helping people and, right. and be doing things like this. Being where involved in where before People Savings Bank? I was over in Parkersburg okay. at Iowa State Bank. I worked there for about five years. Um, okay. I graduated from UNI um, in, I shouldn't say the year, should you, I? You can say yeah. this is your interview. Man. We'll take it over, but it is yeah, your interview. Yeah, 2003. Oh. I'm dating myself. So um, Majored in? Finance, finance and real estate. Okay. Yeah, yep. So again, started working at a bank when I was in college, and then graduated um, with a double major and started out in the working world. Always right been in the area, then. Um, I have, yeah. So we actually lived in Parkersburg for a few years, okay, um, and then moved to New Hartford, built a house um, in '03 as well. It blew away in '08, and then we <laughs> oh, rebuilt no. it in '08 right. and been there since. So okay, yeah. Oh no, uh, so. You went. You, you lived in Waterloo. Do you have brothers and sisters growing yes. up too? Yep, I have. I'm the oldest. I have a brother and then a sister. And um, brothers in the Waterloo area and um, sisters in the Janesville area. And my parents live a mile and a half away from me. And my husband's. Wow. Yeah, my in-laws, my husband's parents are over in Parkersburg. So we all. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. We're all pretty local. So, so we you have no together. reason not to get together on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> you really have to fake it. Like <laughs> right. Saying, right, yeah. right. There's got to be something serious. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh, and, it's all good. And for those yeah. of you who are listening, uh, Tiffany's daughter, Mariah, actually joined us for an earlier podcast talking about yeah, junior this, high softball. This could be the first uh, mother-daughter. Ooh. We should have had her had her come in and just listen her and, and watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. See how it's done. She'd make fun of me. So, oh, no. no, that's okay. <laughs> we make fun of her anyways. Yeah, so yeah. She's right. a good kid. Yeah. So um, just... People Savings Bank, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on here as a representative of the bank is you do so much for our community and for the school. Why do you invest so much in the school? It's just kind of our foundation. 
um, investing back in the communities that we're in. Um, I enjoy it, you know, just being out, knowing people and, and getting to know people more and being involved and, in, you know, coaching soccer. We'll start here in a couple of weeks. Um, being involved uh, in Watermelon Days this weekend. Um, we presented a check this morning for the splash pad over oh, in New Hartford. Cool. So getting that project going, it's just, it's great. Um, we're in the community our feet are on the ground. We're here trying to help with all the events and, and getting those. We'll have a tailgate coming up next month where um, right before the football game, we'll donate yep. the proceeds back uh, to the Booster Club. Um, again, it's it's we're in the community. We're supporting the community. And it also benefits us because, again, my children grow here. I'm a part of this community. And, again, it's just so great to be something, be a part of something bigger than yourself. Right. And yeah. People Savings Bank is a sponsor of this DNH Loose Change podcast. Yeah, we yeah. can't forget that. We no, actually. That is- the commercials, they are one of the only, actually, are they the only group that makes their own commercials? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. I probably need I, an I, updated one. I, I, throw in, I throw in the music. Yeah. But, I but, appreciate uh, that. Tif- <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany comes with the, with the content. Yeah. She's a, you got the marketing mind. Yes. Well, and Christina, she couldn't be here today with me, but she yep. is yep. We'll have excellent. Christina yes. on it at, we'll a, get at her. a later date, yep. too. But yeah, sure so will. that's yeah, cool. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. That's very cool. And just the couple of years that I've been... Here at DNH, People's Savings Bank has, I mean, it's, it's a lot. I'll yeah. be honest with you. It's a lot, and, and, um, but it's all good. Yeah, and teachers' breakfast next reasons. week, and so come hungry on Wednesday. You know, welcome the teachers back. And we do. We just started the program with the PSB uh, debit card, the Wolverine Pride card, and so we're yep. going to donate money um, again back to the school, and that'll be presented. We're hoping at the football game. So yep. well, and I do know um, being part of the live stream, uh, the PSB three. Yes, <laughs> that was a big hit. You that guys was, rocked it. You did. That well. was pretty. And that, did I ever tell you that they were saying that in practice? Oh, nice. So somebody no, told I mean, me. Somebody told me they were they had practice. I don't know if it was Zach Waters. Doesn't matter who it yeah. is, but somebody shot it and made it. And then they go, "Oh, that's another PSB three. Cha ching! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's it was spilling over. It's stuck. Yes, good. So and we Love made it. improvement to it as the as the uh, the the season went on as mm-hmm. far as the uh, sound effects yeah that's what we want to hear it was very cool though and again very appreciative yeah we were watching it was great (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you've talked about uh the proceeds of the tailgate and everything else and you've talked about the breakfast coming up for the teachers as they get kind of back into the routine there are so many other things that your group does for the school district as well Uh, i can think of the teacher appreciation week that's probably the easiest one that comes to mind for me you know walk into the teacher's lounge and there's all kinds of oh yeah kinds of goodies there and Mm -hmm. i i notice a lot of times our state uh qualifiers our teams that are qualified for state always have these really nice packages that you gatorades and and everything else so uh, you do a lot for the community that i think probably goes unnoticed as well and i think that's probably just as important as the stuff that you do out Right. In the public for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. just to draw on those those people for the bank as well. So appreciate that. Yeah, we're happy to do it. Really are. What if you're trying to get someone to come into People Savings Bank and and to be a, a part of your banking community? What would you tell them? We've got a great staff, um, great products. Um, we're here and we're here to stay. Again, the support of the community. We we like to give back. So again, with you banking with us, you're a part of that. You become a part of that larger group. Um, like I said, with that debit card, six cents per transaction over $10. Again, people like to see support and things that 
right. they are affiliated, affiliated with or things that they support as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Great staff. Um, we can help you out. Uh, and again, now with, you know, you look at this past year and a half, there's so many more things we can do now electronically. You know, you can download the app. You can know what your deposit was from last week. You know what your check is. You can take a look at that Sunday afternoon, Tuesday night, right? whenever. Right. Um, you know, electronic is, is really kind of become big yep. in the last year. And on, is it... I'm, Fridays still popcorn. Oh, yeah. they were making it before I yeah, left. You just, so. you just you just roll in and grab a bag. Yeah, I should have brought you guys some. Oh, it's all good. It's it's hard to talk and it is yeah. true. Jump on popcorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Fridays. Yes. Still doing? Well, we're going to sponsor the movie tonight, so I'm actually going to pick up some oh. movie theater popcorn. Oh, so look bring at your this. Kids. And where's yeah. that movie? Uh, I shouldn't know where yeah, it I, is. I believe it's I... at the tennis courts. Okay. The basketball courts down in that area by the pool. Oh, yeah. Yes, and the library is yes. going to help show that. And so that we're going to sponsor the snacks. Oh, cool. Because it's Popcorn Friday the 13th. Yeah. You so you're showing, are you popcorn. showing Jason Voorhees? Are, uh, we, are we going down that road? Uh, maybe the adults can watch that <laughs> on the other side. No, I think it's Karate Kid. So there was, that's a good one. Yeah. Again, complete sidebar. But there was, it's been quite a few years ago. A couple friends and myself were hanging out Friday night. And on one of the channels, it was. Friday the 13th and they just rolled right through them all mm. and we even so we watched a few of them and we even got to some um, that had Jason Voorhees in space hmm. like he was taking on an alien or he was uh, he, he was not on the earth he was somewhere else and it was I mean they really got to almost comedic <laughs> later on because you can only do so much you know with the first few but oh my gosh it was so they were they were comical there at the end but yeah we binged on them one did night. you sleep I, I don't week? I don't so with scary movies I if it's during the day or I'm with a lot of people I'm okay it's when I'm all by myself and my mind starts wandering mm-hmm. I can run up them stairs pretty fast yeah but uh yeah I but I do like I mean I watch you know like the saws and you know stuff like that I'll I'm more interested so what gets me is when I watch those movies, I think about the person that came up with the movie story. Mm. You know, and like you, you actually somebody actually that? yeah somebody actually thought of hey let's do it this way. You come in, you knock this person off this way. You you know just just that mindset, and then I'd like to know are they stable. Are are they you know are they are would they be a normal person if, they, if like, you just talk to them would they be like oh yeah 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 or are they twenty four seven gore or like the movie Chucky like that I'm yeah like, who thinks of a baby right you know, and a so, baby doll yeah so then I think well okay maybe I have a chance because I have <laughs> yeah. a I have a mind that's not that's dumb or not dumb but just doesn't think like normal people do I could come up with something yeah. you know we'll show it we'll broadcast it show it you know and sponsor the popcorn. So, <laughs> well, you got to give me a little bit. But. Okay, all right. What's our operating budget going to be? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think. I mean, special effects. As far as I mean, you got to kind of come up with that a little bit. I mean, not the fireworks, but the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have GCI now, where you can CGI. CG is it CGI? No, I don't know. Whatever it is in your world, what is it? You said GCI. It probably is CGI. I don't know. What do you think? No idea. Thanks for making me feel stupid now, Travis. Uh, isn't it computer graphics integration? CGI. Uh, I, yeah, I, it's, yep, you're right. Okay. Ooh. Imagery, though. Oh, imagery? Stupid. Oh, yeah. Dang it. Sorry. 
Hey now. Um, okay. It's all good though. We're we're all friends here. Yeah. Um, the so- other the other thing I'd like to talk about uh, with people savings bank is every time I go there, I think of the barn cafe. Hmm. Yeah. And that's where the barn cafe was. I don't know what that is. So it was the local breakfast, lunch, uh, restaurant. It was there forever, mm-hmm. forever. Did, did they just retire or? Um, they got out and then um, it got turned into a bar. Um, I don't, Haney's, maybe, I don't know. But there was a bar there and then whoop, then it got taken down and. Pretty quick. Improved. No, it was there for a while, but I always, I just always think of the barn cafe. I do have an aerial picture that I have on my desk that does. Oh, do you really? Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Someone had sent that to us and, you know, do you want to order this? It's like, well, it's a bank now, but right. that's pretty cool archive. Huh. Yeah. That is neat though. I mean, to have those on yeah. hand, mm-hmm. you can reference back. Um, so when you get free, chi- free time of your own, what do you like to do? Um, I like to camp, um, camp this weekend. Um, I like to run, just kind of go out and just open road. Um, obviously hang out with the family. We do a lot of sports. You know, we're usually kicking a ball, hitting a ball, something out in the yard all the time. Uh, vacations, I like to spend time and just kind of de- degress, deflate, go on vacation and, and enjoy some family time. And are, away. Are, you a, are you one that's able to cut off the job? You know, or, it's kind of or funny. Does it- yeah, I, I'm pretty good at it um, most of the time. Um, again, with this last year, it kind of felt like you're on call a little right, bit more right. um, just with work schedules and things. But it was, it was kind of funny. We got on an airplane and I put my work phone on airplane mode. And then midweek, I thought, well, gosh, I don't have any messages. That's strange. And then <laughs> I got back on the plane the next Saturday to put it in airplane mode. And it was still in airplane, airplane mode. mode. Oh. So I took it off and then put it right back on and... Monday saw, morning saw was great. Every, saw everything coming in here. Oh, oh yep. boy, oh boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. So I did really good this time. That's good. Yeah. Hey, it's all about improvement, right? That's right. Can I ask, and I don't know the answer, how does a bank make money? So it is net interest margin. So it's what we pay to people that deposit money in the bank and what people pay to us as they loan money out from the bank. And there's other ways, fees and things. If you charge fees, um, right. you know, real estate typically is a 1% origination fee. Um, so combination of all of those things. And why does a, why does a bank close? Because they're not, I, I'm just thinking of yeah. like the one in New Hartford. I, and I don't oh, know, I don't know anything about sure. anything. I just, I would say they I probably just, analyze different branches. Okay. Is this one making money okay. or not enough money? What are the standards? Um, how can we bring more people in or, or, or if we close this branch, will they just go to the next local town. Right. Um, like I said, a lot of things are electronic online now. So banking has changed a ton in the last 20 years. I bet. Um, when I first started, we had a machine, probably the length of the wall in this room that it sorted it. And I remember an air, I think the guys came and picked it up and went on an airplane and they sorted it from there and went to the different federal reserve banks where now oh, wow. everything they're scanning it and it's going. Um, and at the end of the day, they close out and things just right to the Right. Where they need to go when the money and you probably have noticed, um, just in your own accounts, like the checks clear faster, yeah. you swipe your debit card, the money's out of your account. Right. So everything has just gotten that much faster. Where it used to have a couple of days float when that plane that plane was taking your check to right. yeah, wherever. You, yeah, you had a couple of days to get the money in the account. Yeah, not I, anymore. I had to laugh because we I went 
to just make a, a generic deposit with my wife one uh, a couple weeks ago, and there was a bank, and it had one of those tubes yes. that you put oh, yeah. something in, and she was like, what is that? Uh-huh. Like, you've never seen one of these Oh my gosh. That, we have one. Not a lot of people use yeah, it. But yeah. again, when I, I initially started a bank over in Waterloo and it was right next to the mall, it's not even, it was Union Planners and then it's Regions and now it's right. not even open. But again, drive up Saturday, like four lanes go in and right. people are, they've become more um, efficient. You know, the bank's there if, if you need us, um, if you have questions on things, but really with online, you can look a lot of that up on your own, um, make deposits on your own. But again, we're still there for those things, those questions. Right. Um, you know, hey, I want to buy my first car. I want to refinance my house. We're and there. I, I'm guessing the in-person has gone down um, or not. I mean, it has, but, but there's still quite a bit of foot traffic. I mean, there? you just, yeah, yeah. It's changed. Things, again, always change. Right. Um, but yes, in-person traffic has gone down, especially, again, with this past year with COVID. Like, oh, gosh, right, yes. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so Tiffany, in your role at the bank, if if a customer comes in and says, "Hey, I want to, I want to take a loan out," can I work with Tiffany? Is that something that they can do? Yep, that's me. Awesome. Yep, yep that is me. And again, I can pretty much help with about everything. Whether it's you know, I want to buy a car, um, I want to refinance my house. We're just rolling out a new program where it's long term fixed rates, um, fifteen twenty year fixed, uh, fifteen twenty thirty year fixed, um, and the market is it's crazy right, right now. Um, it is. Uh, as far as what interest rates are at and what is happening in the housing market, it's it's a good time to buy or sell. I mean, right. there's there's not a lot of supply. Um, you can get a lot for your house if you sell it. So I say you sell high, but then you have to buy higher, right. possibly, you know, right. in today's market. Um, but again, that's something we can offer. I have some egg loans that I work with and commercial loans. So, and again, there's another loan officer, Scott, in our office that between the two of us, we can, cool. we can take Very care good. of it. Yeah. That is good. Okay, so I think it's about time, Travis. Random question of the day. Oh I'll let you take this one, buddy. Do you want me to take it? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Tiff, your random question of the day. If you could be close friends with any celebrity, who would it be? So you got you have somebody in your cell phone, their number. Wow. Do you have a celebrity that you would like to be friends with? close friends with i'm gonna let you guys go first i have to think about this i don't Tell really watch I, movies I, I, hey thank you <laughs> right uh, thank yeah, you. So, but yours too busy. i'll watch yours oh you'll yeah. watch my movie i just don't have a long attention span right. so i'm kind of go 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 a lot <laughs> i understand. turn the movie on and i go do laundry and if i sit down i fall asleep just ask my kids yeah. so <laughs> yeah um i think owen wilson would be a lot of fun to hang out with just Hang yep. out with them. He's a he's a pretty cool. He's in a lot of funny movies. I like the you know Wedding Crashers. Yes, uh, those types of movies are are ones that I enjoy. You, me, and Dupree. Yeah, a lot of good movies like that. What about you? Me? Yeah. Um, I would have to say right off the top of my head, uh, Miranda Lambert. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I I mm. would I would like to be close friends with her. Just friends, buddy. Yep, that, that's okay. <laughs> I think she'd be fun. I think she's married now, isn't she? Yes, she Again? is. Yeah. Yep, yep. She was just in Guthrie Center here uh, a couple weeks ago. Did you get to go to the wedding? No, no. I, I'm not close friends with her. <laughs> well, she doesn't even know my name. Well, you you answered pretty quickly, so I thought maybe you kind of watched no. from afar or something no. stalkerish. I did like Blake Shelton too. I thought that was a good combo of those two because Blake's kind of funny. Yeah, he is. He's got good songs, but um, yeah, I would I would say, yeah, Miranda Lambert would be a good one for me. Okay. My turn. So, yeah, again, yeah. with the first and the second, it's like, well, Jim Carrey, he's funny. 
Right. Uh, yeah. So like, I, when he said Owen Wilson, yeah, I, I went. I was thinking Jim Carrey would be pretty funny to yeah. hang out with. I mean, could you imagine the text messages or the calls, the conversations you'd have with? Him? I, I assuming that his real personality is like his movie personality, just uh, off the right. wall. So, and then the other person, when you went country music, it's like Carrie Underwood. I think she is just oh awesome. Me, me too. Yeah, she is just <laughs> a wholesome, awesome person. I like that. Yeah. So I didn't answer one question. I. You know, I yeah, just you guys, you split did, it. Yeah, you did both. Uh, yeah. I think you did a good job there. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> I think we all had good answers. Yeah, we did a yeah. really nice job. Yeah. Pats on the backs all around. Pats on the backs. All right. Uh, well, Tiffany, we just want to thank you for stopping in and giving us a little bit of information about People Savings Bank. And we would definitely encourage as many of our listeners to check out PSB as well. Absolutely. Um, and Tiffany, enjoy the rest of your day yes. and have fun at the Karate Kid movie tonight. Yes. Thank you. You guys as well. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You got it. it. The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for the final two businesses to partner with us here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on all things DNH. The podcast will primarily consist of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given up to a 60-second pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club, as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kiewit at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kiewit at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students. And roll blue. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of DNH Loose Change. I want to thank our guests today. We had some really good ones. I thought it was a, a really good uh, mix as well. I learned a lot, actually, on my end. I, I always do, but... Right, I, and I was going to say the same thing. I, I always say it every week, but I do mean it, that there is something I learn from each guest every single time. I think the cool thing for me, honestly... Uh, Tiffany's podcast was, or Tiffany's interview was really cool because we we often see the things that uh, PSB does for the community, but we don't hear about the things that go on behind the scenes as well right. as that. So like the the debit card situation, six cents over ten dollars goes back to the school. I think that's a fantastic way to raise money for our school district, and that goes right to the booster club. Correct? Yeah. Oh, uh, yep, it does. And I just I'm with you with like Tiffany. 
I knew they did a lot, but when she started rattling things off and, you know, how much is going to happen this weekend and Watermelon Day and, and uh, yeah, it, it is good to see that side of it and, and get their perspective. We also learned just how tough one of our guests, uh, Annie yeah. Lucas, is after Man. coming in and facing a swarm of giant mutant bees that yeah. attacked her to last night. Yeah, you, you'll have to ask uh, my wife, Teresa, about me and flying insects because I don't do well. And there was a time in Hudson where we had an issue on our back patio one time, and I came out in the weirdest combination of spatula, you know, baseball hat with some type of netting over it. I mean, I, I don't do well at all with flying stuff, and I, <laughs> I run just yesterday. I was on the New Hartford campus throwing stuff away, uh, and out back we have a cardboard uh, trash and, and regular trash. Well, the regular trash was overcome with wasps. I could see them flying out of the corner. And this is so, my nightmare. So I, I threw all my cardboard away, and then I, l- luckily I'm one of the few that have access to the cameras because I went flying in there, I threw my trash, and I it was like 4.3 getting out of <laughs> there. And it fell stuff? Oh, I, I just do not like flying insects. What about like bats? You know, I'm okay with those. They eat the insects. Yeah, we uh, our neighbors have a couple bats uh, in their back garage, and it comes out. They come out right at dusk, and they fly around. I kind of get a kick out of them. I mean, they look like. I mean, they are bats. Now, if it attacks me or touches me, that might be a different story. But I don't have an issue of them flying around. Yeah, some people I know might have some family members that see a bat. It's like total meltdown mode and. <laughs> Uh, you know how that goes. But yeah, and then we learned, you know, Julie comes in and she talks about basically running two complete different schools, the business side of it. And that's, that's a task in its own. I mean, I, I referenced this several times, but when you have idiots like me sending you emails all the time. And I'm, I'm right there with, and I even preface my emails now and say, I'm so sorry. I, I said, if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. I, I get it, but you're right to do both of them basically simultaneously. Yeah, absolutely. And just knowing what I bring to the table to her, I, yeah, that's, and, and she is very good at what she does. I mean, she knows the answer or the other day we went in and I had a transportation question and so she started looking for it and I said, no, don't, I said, don't. You have bigger. She's like, nope, it's going to bug me. I have to know now. And so we found the answer. And that's all it takes sometimes, that little drive. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Well, what do you say we sign this thing off? Yeah, I think so too. Uh, it's a good one. Um, probably do a first pitch here quick. Uh, I think first pitch uh, for this one, and we may have done it in the past. I can't remember, but uh, the custodians here at DNH, uh, especially this past week, Holy smokes. The amount of effort that they have put into these two buildings yeah. is it's phenomenal. Yeah. And even a week or two ago, if you would have come in and seen this place, holy smokes. I mean, everybody's part of it, but those guys, oh, they... They do so much of the dirty work, that, and, and they don't complain about it. They get it done, and right. our rooms look great because of it. Yeah, it, it's, it is absolutely amazing. 
So we do we do appreciate that to all the custodial staff and the helpers in the summer for for everything you do and yep. especially in these crazy these last two years have been a little bit hectic, a little crazy with everything going on. So thank you everyone. Yep, yep. It's all good. All right, we're gonna sign out next time. I think it's gonna be season two. Yeah, we we did talk about that. I think we'll end uh, the first season here. You know, we started in January or whenever that was, and and so uh, next week the plan is to have um, Mr. Stockdale on. There's a board meeting, so we'll get his update, and then uh, the goal. Haven't talked to anybody yet, is to get the new teachers on and and get them introduced to the district and stuff like that because we didn't we didn't have the podcast right last uh, school it was year. Very, it was introduced in the middle of the year. Yeah, so, so that's our goal is to to get those new teachers on here and, and get them introduced to the DNH community. And so that'd be a good time to start season two and we'll start getting some coaches in and, and uh, Katie Slack and, and those guys from the fine arts side and, and see what the season brings. New school year, new, new school season. Year. You betcha. All right. Well, that does it for us here at DNH Loose Change. Want to thank our viewers. Want to thank our sponsors and we will see you next season. Thank you.